0: Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol, my name is Denise Ferguson and this is episode number 18 and today we're here with Estelle Kiba from Mums in Business Association. She has an amazing organisation throughout the whole world that encourages women to get together and network and collaborate together and we spoke recently about everything she does. I hope you enjoy. yeah no that's great so what's the future plan then with these groups are you wanting someone like across the whole country the whole world the whole world actually we are we are worldwide we're in i think we're probably in about 210 locations around the world now so we're in um the uk predominantly and then we're in america Barbados, Spain, Portugal, um, I think we're looking at opening in the Philippines we're in Mexico, um, I think we're in the French Alps. There are so many locations I can't even begin to tell you um, but yes we want to be in as many places around the world as we possibly can and this is purely because um, we can see that it's working and it's working everywhere it doesn't matter where in the world we are taking MIBAR there is a need for women to come together and support each other. So we're just reaching out. If you're listening to this and we do not have a networking event in your area, then please do get in touch with us because we want to be like, we want to dominate the whole world. We're the fastest growing networking world for women right now. And we only plan to continue to grow as well. So how does that work for people who get in touch with you then? Do they contact you when you give them some training on how to then, you know provide networking um, meetings for other business owners? Okay so it works on a very similar process to if you were going for a job Um, you would apply for the position, you would have an interview at which point we would explain to you everything um, that goes on in becoming a coordinator you are given in depth training on how to use your group, and you can use all this training to help you grow your business as well. So, that's one of the amazing opportunities that we give you as a coordinator. Um, we give you so much free training. So, not only do you get the support of like your head coordinator for that area, we've also got a global coordinator, Leon are very hands on um, in all aspects of the business. So you get lots and lots of support, training, like a blueprint so you know how to run your events, um, connections with lots of incredible speakers who can come to your events. Um, It's just a brilliant way to grow as a person, grow your business, grow your network. Um, And like you say, it's very easy. It's a brilliant job and you get paid too. So we have so many people that um, come to us and have interviews and they don't even realise they're going to get paid when we talk to them and say, yeah, you know, you're going to get paid this amount. And they're like, oh my God, I'm going to get paid as well. So like people like want to do this for free. It's like, it's so fun. Um, and it just really opens up so many doors for you as like as a business as well as a coordinator. So what made you think of this business model? Was it you that kind of you and the yeah, that came up with this you know get the coordinators in and and it will grow or was it something that just happened over over time? It just happened we um I held our first ever networking event in Leicester in August 2017 so a couple of months after we set up the Facebook group I think we had about nine or ten people at the first Leicester event and after two or three events and we were, were posting pictures onto social media There were lots of people who wanted these sort of events in their areas and so to start with I started traveling to different places but obviously I'm only one person and I'm limited to where I can be. So this was when we realized that we're going to need to sort of bring other people on board. It was a really tough decision to start with because we knew specifically the kind of people that we wanted to kind of push our message forward. So we were very clear on if people were going to get involved, the sort of people they needed to be, the sort of skill sets they needed to have. Um, so it wasn't planned, but it was like a natural progression. Well, I'm a commercial property expert and I advise female entrepreneurs that have you know, bricks and mortar businesses and want to expand and grow throughout the whole country. And part of our vision, uh, part of our business model is that we're going to expand and have surveyors throughout the country. And part of my fear and my worry is employing all these people so how how do you kind of manage all of these people how, how does it work within your organization okay so it's something that we're learning along the way I've never had a job manage anything other than my two kids and my dog so... which is the hardest job in the world which probably has given me a good skill set to deal with um, some of the crazy people we actually do get to meet because it's very difficult. We don't have any skills in management or HR. And have we made some mistakes? Yes, we have. Have we um, taken people onto the team that are probably not turned out to be the people that we wanted on the team? Yes, we have, but we're constantly learning. We're listening again to our team. If our team are saying something isn't working for them on their level, then we need to, like, adjust that and evaluate. And so we're just constantly learning. And I think that's the, the best thing that we can continue to do. We don't profess to know everything, um, but it's working. What we're doing is working. We're taking on as much help as we can. For a long time, it was just Leona and I. And literally, like, the sort of back end side of it, I was predominantly doing on my own. So we I was doing the accounts, I was doing all the like the, the back the boring stuff. You know, for that a lot of people, the like yeah. kind of the stuff that actually keeps the business going that you don't realise. And it was a massive like at one point I remember I think the last time I physically paid people, we were paying sort of fifty-five people. And it was at this point and i was doing this monthly and it was at this point i got my like i was literally pen and paper notepads everything going through every single and i just said like i rang leone and said you know i can't do this anymore i feel that my time is being wasted i want to be creating amazing content and i want to be creating books and trainings and my time is being wasted so now fortunately we're starting to build our team which helps run everything um the best way that we can so we're we're sort of delegating the things that we're not so good at to people who can do things better than us and I think that is a really crucial thing in building a team is to make sure you are employing people who know more than you do yeah so that's a really good point to kind of ask what do you see your role as now then now that it's kind of evolved from everything to to you getting to kind of delegate i love to create content i love to be like really hands-on with people like unfortunately we don't get a chance to do one-to-ones anymore because our time is just like stacked out but speaking i absolutely i am in my element when i am stood on a stage so that is something that for me is one of my goals this year Um, i want to speak in as many places as i possibly can because i didn't actually realize for a long time how inspiring my story was because to me I'm just me and that's just what I've been through and now I'm at the point that I am and I just want to move forward and I didn't realize the impact of telling my story to other people and now I've realized the impact that I can have I just like I absolutely thrive off it I love the feedback that I get I love when people tell me you know they've changed their life or they don't feel that you know, life is as bad as it, as, as it was, you know, a lot of people related to me because I was a single mom. I'm no longer a single mom. I'm like, no, same, yeah, same for me. second so, time round, but it was, a, I was a long time, I, I, like for a long time, I was a single mom. And so a lot of people related to that, um, going right back to before I started the business. Um, when I separated from the kids, dad, we had to rely on food banks. Like not a lot of people know that until you read into our story. So the fact that I literally came from nothing and I was literally on my ass, and to kind of uh, build up what we have built up is quite, uh, like more inspiring than I actually realised. And not only that, I get to share that alongside tips and tricks on Instagram. So like I get to merge the two. I get to talk about my journey. I get to then help with the women understand Instagram a lot more. So there's so much like the that I want to do and that I'm really lucky that I get the chance to do now like you say I get like so much more time to focus on creating content um, Leona does an absolutely incredible job of sort of heading over the coordinators I only really need to get involved when trouble kicks off which I'd read that phone call cool, you know I've got to get involved that's when you know if I turn up in a meeting you know shit's going down because it's very rare <laughs> I have to get involved um, but yeah I think sharing our story sharing about how MIBA was created Um, encouraging other people to use Instagram and use social media to grow their business Um, I think those are my sort of goals and where I see myself right now in the business Um, but that's all you know that could all change like a year ago I'd never spoken in public I didn't really realize that was where my passion was at and I was you know quite happy with creating content Instagram trainings Um, and this again has just evolved from speaking at the photography show last year that was the first big event i'd ever spoken at and that was to talk about instagram and why you need more than amazing images two years before i'd been sat in the audience as a photographer i was sat in that audience so to be on that stage and have people listen to me was absolutely um it was like a dream come true to be fair and i think I remember that day standing there, I would shake in, my legs were like jelly. I did I was like, didn't think the words were gonna come out. But then, once I in, walking... sorry, froze for a minute, then. you're back. Yeah, no, that's the must it must be amazing because I've always kind of considered the speaking part, but a lot a lot of my um, job is to get the message out to female entrepreneurs that, that you can get advice um, when you're opening up business premises because I, I've just come across so many, oh look at you, with raspberry, yum, sorry, me and Leona are drinking pink gin by the way, hi everyone, um, Leona, sorry, Estelle god I thought you were doing like surprise surprise or something oh in- my god that'd yeah. be so funny because she's in America at the minute she, she'd love that wouldn't she no she did yeah. send me a message and say I totally want to be on your podcast send me a drink <laughs> yeah that don't surprise me at all no no not at all but yeah um what was I saying no it, it, it's interesting what you say about doing the whole public speaking because you know I, I was a single mum I you know was on my ass I you know built my own business and did that for 10 years and now I've kind of changed and I was um, looking after the government and their portfolio and now I kind of want to help the smaller businesses and make sure that they kind of survive on the high street and grow and I and I love that but from doing that from having a message and from having a story and everything I now feel like I would love to kind of do that public speaking so how did you get into it what, what made you kind of go down that route? Do you know what? I actually don't remember how I got the gig at the photo show, but I can tell you, more likely than not, um, I probably just sent them a message and said, Hey, this is me, and I would love to come and speak at your event, because I'm literally that blatant, and nothing has changed in the past few years. If I want to go speak to somebody, I will go directly and speak to them, or I will find out who I need to speak to, so... I think it's just a case of getting yourself out there. Um, so next year as well, I'm going to be focused on really using podcasts to raise my visibility because you know I want as many speaking engagements as possible. I really want. wait for me to do that and I don't have to leave the house either so that's pretty cool as well yeah I'm loving doing the podcast I'm meeting so many interesting people it's fab so I'm gonna have to pester you to be on your podcast I want to be on your podcast you can be on my podcast anytime <laughs> totally send you a message I need to be blatant like you and say hi um it, it's interesting actually being on um Miver, I've you know as soon as I mentioned podcast I just get a flurry of messages from people saying, I want to be on it, I want to be on it. Especially when you say, I send you some alcohol. They're like, yeah, totally on board for sure. with that. You know, we're <laughs> mums. We need a, we need that little cheeky bit of alcohol to get us through the week. I know, I, I, I've had like two people complain and say, you know, it's really irresponsible drinking alcohol and it's sending the wrong message. And I'm like, oh, please do fuck off. Like, come on. You know what? It's. I'll tell you a funny story, okay? So I haven't even put this on social media and I was going to, and I probably still will. Um, but I haven't as yet but again it was very something very very similar and um, the other day I shared a quote about how you feel like supermom at 7 a.m and by 10 a.m you're a psychotic mess and it's just like a really, it was just like a really funny quote I know I saw it yeah and and do you know what it got the most amount of likes ever on my Instagram so it like obviously people liked it On the Facebook page, it's had over 650 likes. That's like, again, a huge post for us. So there was a lot of engagement. But I had a direct message from somebody who wanted to bring to my attention the fact that using the word psychotic to some mums might be offensive. And I was being insensitive to people with mental health issues. Like, I am the last person, I had postnatal depression, I've suffered with mental health illness since I was in my teens. Um, I'm a huge advocate for talking about mental health illness. I would be the last person that would take the piss. Um, I know, like, and as did the thousands of other people who saw that post, exactly what I meant by it. And this is when, like you say, it's about knowing who your audience are and sticking with them because not saying I didn't take into consideration I took what she said on board and then carried on with my day but you're always going to get that and I think it's important to know and be true to who you are and and what you stand for because you're not going to please everybody and that's okay because not everybody is your ideal client so. No and I'm incredibly lucky and I'm learning the more I um, work with female entrepreneurs a lot more than male entrepreneurs which upsets me massively and i've had a a meeting with a a very um, passive aggressive man yesterday but um but with female entrepreneurs i'm finding that they're not like they're not like me and i i'm incredibly lucky that i was born with an absolute ability to not give a flying fuck what anyone else thinks and it taken me because i usually or, or have worked for the past you know 10 years predominantly with men i've built that whole shield of just being able to be like don't give a fuck don't give you know at all and now working with female entrepreneurs there's so many that're so self so so self conscious about what other people think about them about how they're going to perceive their bi- build a uh, business about how they're going to see them as a person as a wife as a mother and everything and that's utterly soul-destroying so as part of my business even though it has nothing to do with you know uh, business premises or anything like that as part of my business I spend a lot of time building the confidence of women to say you are enough you don't you need, else's permission. Exactly. You do not need anyone's permission to do what you do you are incredible and it's just astounding how much of the business is to build women up and say you can do this you got this yeah. yeah that is that and I think that's another reason why MIBA is growing so fast and because the community is amazing and I, I'm not just saying that because it's like my community but it is an absolutely incredible community to be a part of if you are having a shitty day if the kids are doing your head in if like you know I've seen people on the verge of giving up their business and saying you know I just can't do it anymore it's not working and then there's like hundreds of comments saying you know come on let's help we can do this with you what do you need help with let us support you Um, and we've literally have we have messages on a daily basis saying thank you so much for creating this community and we didn't like we didn't do anything we don't do this like we don't help thousands of people we just set the group up and we just keep it going you know you guys and the community are what makes MIBA MIBA, and that is what I'm proud of I'm like so proud to like form myself a woman because I know that not all women are crazy ass psychos like you think they are you-, you have to just start surrounding yourself with the right sort of people and you will see that women are amazing. But even some of us crazy ass psychos are, are here to bloody help you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that and waving, that as well. Exactly, waving the flag for. Like, Come on, girls, we can do this, and we don't need other people's permission. No, I love that. So you touched on the fact that you were a single mum for a long time, and now you're not going to be for so long. So let's talk about a little bit of the personal. Yeah. Show the rock and tell us the story. Okay not very romantic. There's the there's the ring. Um so the most romantic thing I think is probably like we met online and I was literally ready to come off this dating site. I had met somebody um before Christmas so this time last year I was moving into this house. Um, I was having a really rough time having to move house. And I'd met someone who turned out to be not the person I thought they were, shall we just say. And that is putting it very, like, without going. He's a, he was like an absolute. So, so, next, so that story for when we're having a drink face to face. Yeah, definitely. Nobody else yeah. needs to hear that one. But yeah. he was crazy anyway. He was definitely crazy. And so it was just after Christmas. And I was thinking, oh, I can't even cope with this. Like men are dickheads. I've been on my own for this long. I will continue on my own. But the thing was, I had everything that I'd like to possibly dream of and want, apart from someone to share all this amazing stuff that was going on in my life. So I was literally about to, like, I was debating this day whether to come off the app. And I'd sent a message to somebody and they hadn't replied straight away. So I was a little bit offended, obviously. <laughs> and, and then I did get a response back and we started chatting. And that was in sort of January last year. We met on the 1st of February and we got engaged in May and we are going to get married in Cyprus next year on May the 14th. So it's been pretty insane from being single for so long to literally meeting someone on a dating app, um, falling in love and um, we're all now squeezed into my tiny little house we're trying to move house hopefully next year we're still looking to find somewhere that we all like we can all squeeze into because there's now me my two boys Chris and Chris has two kids as well Layla and Mitch so and the dog so it's a little bit of a squeeze right now and this is gonna be our first Christmas um, as a blended family and as mom, I'm like panicking already, like the size of the table. Where are we going to put the table? We don't have enough chairs. I don't think I have enough knives and forks. You know, all of the, the regular stuff. But I'm really, really excited to um, to be having our first Christmas together. And Chris is amazing. He, In fact, bless his little heart. He's just took his dinner up to bed because he's literally only just come home from work as we were about to come on the podcast. So he was like, "Is it going to be video, babe?" And I was like, "No, you can sit there and you can eat dinner." And he was like, "Oh no, you might hear me chewing. I'll go upstairs." So <laughs> he will be upstairs eating dinner, chilling with the boys. Hundred um, percent supports me in everything that I do. I couldn't wish for anybody better to be by my side. Um, so yeah, very excited to see. what... No, I love that story. Reads. Me and my um, me and my husband we we met online and we we got together in the January and. I think the first time he proposed was in the April yeah and he just yeah uh, just constantly we marry me we marry me we marry me and then we got married last New Year's Eve so a year ago today that this podcast comes out congratulations happy anniversary thanks so yeah but yeah men are still dickheads though <laughs> Most of them are, to be fair. And they still prove it to me on a daily basis. I've just obviously found one that was like, he can be a dickhead. Can I say that really, like... Yeah. But on the on the overall general view, he's very good. Yeah, me too, you know. Make, I, he, leaves, he leaves the cooker better. Sometimes. Sackable offence. Do you know what? I've I've learned that the only way to get the things done that they've promised to do forever is to absolutely lose your shit. <laughs> and then they I have a do TV it. Shelf. I have a TV shelf that needs putting up. Like you, Can you see behind me? Look, you can see there that my TV, I've got like a floating shelf. Bear in mind, I've lived in my house a year last week. First of all, my brother was going to come and put it up for me. And then um, when I hooked up with Chris, he was like, oh, you've got a man in the house now. He can do it. Chris was like, yeah, well, I'll do it. Um, we're here a year later and the shelf is at the side of me here and we have no TV unit yeah I live in a building site and my husband's a property developer I'm quite willing to play top drums on this one (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you that one yeah we just don't have a TV shelf yeah so you talked about the fact that you were thinking about moving house next year tell me everything what's the plan Oh, we're very excited so um, we are planning to move in around June next year um, the boys because we're gonna be moving areas and um, the boys gonna be starting new schools so we wanted to wait until Jed yeah Jed's about to go to secondary school when he goes back after the summer holidays so we wanted to leave it until then um, but we've started looking and um, we found some amazing houses Um so now it's just a case of like waiting it out a little bit really so that we can stay around here until the boys finish school Um, but we're definitely looking Um, I'm very excited can't wait to do my new vision board because I've got like my eyes on a big fridge right now I've got the tiniest little house ever we moved from a really like rough estate to a really nice one so we had to downsize the house oh my goodness I've got like my fridge is about like two foot by two foot Um, my freezer's outside in the shed so I just cannot wait to have a dishwasher Um, I can't wait to have a big fridge freezer Um, I can't wait to have a desk space without being in my living room I used to have an office and right now I'm in my living room slash dining room slash office space, the boys are sharing a room which they won't have to do anymore which you can imagine is absolute frigging chaos Um, so there's just going to be lots of changes Chris is going to have room for a gym he has to go down to the the garage at the moment to go to the gym so it's um it's just going to mean that we've all got like a little bit more room I'm gonna have a dishwasher um life is good oh god I just can't wait literally cannot wait our kitchen is the size of the average cupboard and it's awful truly hard I I know I I just yeah It, it it will be beautiful eventually Yes, but I'm originally from. I know, yeah. I'm originally from your neck of the woods, so I know there's some amazing villages around there. So is that what you're kind of going for the village feel? Yes, I can't wait. So I've gone from being really close to the city centre in Leicester to moving to Syston, which is where I am now, and that is a beautiful village where I am right now. It's like five minutes away from the the village centre where I live. It's awesome. We have everything, and Broughton Astley is where we're planning on moving to. And again, they've got a wicked little like, village. They've got everything you need. Um, it's far enough away so that too many people won't visit, um, but not too far away that you can't go into town and you know do what you need to do. So very excited to be moving. Sounds absolutely perfect. If you ever venture down all the way to St. Albans, you're more than welcome to come around for a, a drink or tea. Thank you so, so much. Anytime. So what's the future for you personally not including all the other things you told me and for the business? Oh, I don't really know. Um, For me personally, I just want to continue growing. Um, I want to learn more about public speaking. I want to be, um, I don't know if I am, like I've been trying to find out who is the actual UK's number one Instagram expert. Nobody has the title. So next year, I reckon I could become... I already have the crown for Instaqueen, which I am like more than happy to take. But I reckon I could be the UK's number one Instagram expert. So that is my plan. I want to spam everyone with my Instagram love because I know that so many people are stressed out about it. And then once they've worked with me or they've done some training, they're like, oh my God, I love Instagram. And people are making sales and that just gets me so excited in seeing people succeeding. So I just want to open as many people's eyes as possible to the joy and the freedom that is being self-employed and using Instagram to grow your business. Yeah, I love that. I want to be the, well, I don't know if wannabe sounds, the, is the right um, phrase, but I, you know, I want to be known as the commercial property queen. So it gets the kind of advice out there. So what about for MIBA? What's the future for MIBA? oh we've got lots of books going on behind the scenes so we have recently started taking on independent publishing clients so we will have our first one will be out by the time um, the podcast goes out we will have our first book out that is called 30 days of amazing no it's in fact it's our second book with an independent publishing agent and it's called 30 days of amazing and it's written by tanya taylor Um, we've also got some other books that are going to be coming out in 2020 We are going to um, Durban to speak at Social Media Week. We we have been invited to go to America. Um, Unfortunately, Leona's going to have to go alone because I'm in Cyprus getting married at the same time. So we've got some really big speaking engagements coming up. So we're like very excited. We're in talks with Netflix and a production company. So you never know, you might see us on your TV screens as well next year. So there's so much going on. That's incredible. What sort of thing do you think you're gonna be doing for Netflix? It will be very similar to like a docu-series. Wow. Very exciting. Can can you believe that this has happened in like two short years? No, is the short answer. (laughs) Like I don't, I just do it. I just do it. And I think sometimes I do stop when I'm in my little smoking shed and me and Chris are having a cup of tea and I'm having a bad day and he'll say do you know what babe like look at what you've created like just stop for a minute and just think of what you've done and it's then when I do get a little bit emotional and like or if I'm having a really bad day and somebody sends me a message and I think you have no idea they send me messages and they're like thank you so much and you know you've changed what we do in business and I think to myself like sometimes you don't realise that every single one of those messages makes a difference to me because I, I don't like take any of it for granted um at all um i love what i do i love every single minute apart from sometimes when people complain don't really enjoy that um but or people started calling me so it was insane my telephone number was put on a receipt from our vips go and check it if you have a vip receipt my number was on there so people were ringing me to cancel and i was like hello who is this and I was like oh no but you need to send a let you need to send an email to admin they will be able to sort it out and they're like well why can't you just sort it out and I was like hello it's Estelle I'm the co-founder of this organization like I don't sit with my head at a desk all day being able to sort through admin and process this kind of stuff you know you don't ring Richard Branson and ask him to change your seat on his flight you know so that's kind of quite funny I get quite a lot of phone calls but hopefully that should be removed now but yeah (laughs) that's so good I'm nervous about our, like my phone number being on our you know LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram I can't even imagine it going out to every single client that we had oh my god that would be scary crazy but everyone's kind of nice to be fair I've had one weird guy Like they were stalking my Instagram. Like they found—that's how they found me. I had to. It took me ages to find out. Um, But then they were calling me, and we like located it back to Instagram. So yeah, that was a little bit weird. Um, But that's the only weird one I've had, really. We've had a little bit of trolling. Apparently, my forehead's really big. I got. Yeah, Leona was getting it for her forehead as well. But my husband says I've got a massive forehead. So I don't really care. No, I don't really care. No, yeah. I don't really care. No, it's interesting you say about weird messages because we we have a lot of fun on our Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and everything because I get them all the time, all day, every day. And we just screenshot them and just put them on our Instagram. Yeah. 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 If you want to be weird and send me weird messages, then I will use them for my own pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> That's bad to me. I know exactly so we're wrapping up soon tell us anything else that we don't know yet how can people get involved what can they do, what's happening okay so I don't know if we're going to have any spaces left by the time this goes out but we are looking for contributors for our next book which is called Rise of the Manpreneur so our first edition will have come out it came out, well it will have come out in December Um, so we're now looking to put together the second book which includes a writing retreat in Marbella so we have a few spaces left for people that want to be a part of that Um, we have our awards coming up which are happening in March next year they are going to be the most amazing thing ever for anybody that came to our awards last year it was incredible we had a body positivity catwalk show where we had I think 30 of our MIBs strutting down the catwalk yeah they were all strutting down in their underwear um all different ages shapes religions like you name it we had them and they absolutely smashed it so we got to have so much fun we got to recognize loads of amazing women so that will be happening again on march on march in march that's the gin kicking in. (laughs) um what else do we have going on i think that's about it i'm sure that's like i don't off the top of my head we've kind of discussed everything else but there's like loads going on you can join our VIP so when, when will this be going out? this is New Year's Day New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve sorry New Year's Eve but okay so our VIP will be opening very soon you can go and sign up to the waiting list on our website I believe so if you want to find out more about that I think you just said you're a part of that and there are so many trainings in there um, and they're not like long trainings you're not going to sit for an hour and watch like they're like 10-minute bite-sized trainings. You get like two, three or four videos in each one. And there's all sorts on branding, website design, photography, Instagram. Um, and that's going to be reopening at the beginning of the year. So yeah, you can sign up for that as well. So that's been closed this month, hasn't it? So is this going through a rebrand branding exercise? We wanted to take all of the feedback that we've had for like the last year or so and make a few tweaks and changes to it we've been looking at um, sort of suggestions for content and sort of content that people want so we're going to be launching with like some really really amazing people um, I don't I don't know how much I can say about it um, but uh, on oh, give us a sneak peek I, I might give you I'm trying to think of what I can say to you okay so we have um, an actress that starred in Aladdin the new version with Will Smith Um, We have her contributing to our VIP area. Um, Wow. All will will become clear when we relaunch, um, but she has a great, um, great wealth of knowledge to share. Um, So, yeah, that's a little sneak peek for you all. Sounds amazing. So I finished all of my podcasts with the eight mile moment. So we've already talked about how I I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks about me. And I love Eminem and I love the um, film Eight Mile. So he does all of his rap battles by saying the worst things about him so nobody else can get him back.
1: So tell me,
0: what's the worst thing about you? What's the worst thing about me? Hmm. I'd probably say it's my my nose. No, I have like... I have the freaky-shaped nose, like I don't really like, I don't mind anything else. My nose or my wrinkly eyes, I can fix my wrinkly eyes. If I come close to the screen, if I turn that way, it kind of like goes down like a regular nose, but then it's flat at the end, it's got like a little dent and it's flat there. No, you're mental. That's it, that's what I hate, and to be fair, when the trolls came out and told me I had a big forehead, That was how I managed to laugh it off because I was like, well, in comparison to my nose, my head's kind of small. So if they'd have come at me with like, oh my God, you've got a hunk and I like Pinocchio, I'd have probably been a little bit offended. But no, it's probably my nose. Yeah. And I'm starting to look a little bit old, you know, like it's been a rough two years. Oh, do you know what? Bloody hell does business age you? Yeah. Oh my God but now hopefully I'm, I'm gonna be able to afford to make myself look a little bit better so it will all be worth it in the end. Oh, I'm already Botoxed up to the hill, love. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been thinking about it on my eyes, but I'm so scared. I'm just so scared, but once I start and I'm no longer scared, I might end up looking like, you know, the guy that looks like Ken. Yeah, no. No, I, I don't think I need to change. Mm. Well, I don't care, I'm beautiful, I'm fine. <laughs> I think you look great. Thanks, Han. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, and as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast, please email us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk, and get in touch if we can help you at all. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for being on, that was amazing. Right.